0: back back our back. Way back from the island yeah we had to go,
1: the go back okay.
0: we had to go back
1: we, just, we got decided we were hot or not we got voted out because we're not hot enough did you ever see <laughs> that netflix show which was like really like i don't know that like 20 like incredibly fit people on an island and it was like oh you can't have sex for like a month
0: yeah we had a whole conversation about it's this good,
1: show good, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we would uh, we'd just fuck each other off for like, three days, probably.
0: Yeah, I thought three days, but then we just got on the island and it only took three hours. So now we're back.
1: We're back.
0: Yeah, we're back, better than ever.
1: We are.
0: <laughs> That's a big claim, I shouldn't claim that. <laughs> uh, I am, as always, Nathan. And are you still, Ben?
1: Uh, sure. Some people call me Xavier on the island, and I kind of loved it maybe
0: Ben X. <laughs> ben X. <laughs> is, that, um, is that a Jason X thing or a Malcolm X thing?
1: It's a Ben thing. It's, like
0: it's, oh, it's just cool. a Ben thing. Okay, okay. That would be really confusing if Malcolm X was the same story as Jason X. <laughs> it
1: would be. <laughs> I've definitely seen that film. <laughs> you think it's
0: going to be a super like uplifting, weird religious thing? But it turns out he's just an android on a spaceship.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh god! You're a teacher. Can you teach people that Malcolm X was Jason X?
1: Sure. Yeah, yeah I, I can try. And the kids, like the kids, don't really understand very, very little English. So they'll just be, I'll just nod along. They'll smile at it, and laugh. Yeah, I'll be fine. I there. just. I can just infiltrate their conscious and be like this is the same guy
0: The teachings of Malcolm X It's just let the bodies hit the floor <laughs> God I just want to get the torrent of Malcolm X and just cut in the scenes from Jason X
1: Why don't you? I think that's a very very honourable cause
0: It is just destroying the memory of a great man
1: <laughs> Yeah <laughs>
0: i don't know a lot about malcolm x
1: i don't i know he was like a more this is all right this may be lamby trouble but the, my impression of him is he's a more violent version of martin luther king that's that's what i've been told that's what i've been told. i might be completely wrong that's what i've been told he's just like a more radical version of my uh, martin luther king essentially mm.
0: Yeah, we should probably stop this conversation then.
1: Yeah, we're two
0: white as, guys. Two,
1: <laughs> after both of them died, maybe?
0: <laughs> two, two white guys with a podcast just talking about <laughs> Martin Luther King. What could possibly go wrong? Nothing,
1: nothing.
0: Uh, but what could possibly go wrong, Ben, if Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield came back as Spider-Man?
1: Uh, nothing. Uh things. a few things people could realize that sam raimi trilogy isn't that good fact people love it people people i see you on this shit like people love People like oh yeah it was such a good trilogy blah 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 it's like one thing spider-man 3 was shit it is the worst spider-man film without um without a, a hint of a, a doubt and The Mary Jane uh, Peter Parker interaction was bullshit. They never had any chemistry and it was just like poetic fucking crap. Like that those films are very dear to my heart, but people need to realise there's problems with them. Like nostalgia's like a tricky thing. People will be like, oh they're the best he's the best Spider-Man. No, he fucking wasn't. The two Spider-Man that followed are better than are more Spider-Man than him. Fact. Like they could realise that. Maybe Turbo Maguire isn't that great as Spider-Man. And they could realise that maybe, maybe, in Amazing Spider-Man 2, it was the best, even that film is kind of shitty, it was the best Spider-Man outfit out of all of them. And people could get annoyed about that shit as well. And also, because this, uh, we're talking about the uh, Spider-Man MCU 3, Spider-Man Home Universe, whatever it's, it's going to be called. And, um, there's also like, uh, talks of Doctor Strange uh, going to be in it, and there's um, rumours that Andrew Garfield and Tobey have signed contracts to be in the film to reprise their roles. So basically, it's going to be somewhat of a Spider-Man, uh, into the Spider-Verse sort of thing, where you see alternate spider man I think they're going to be in it for, like, a minute each, maybe. They will say some words, and then they'll go away. That's going to be their entire... If I was going to guess, if I was a betting man, that's going to be an entire role because I think both of those actors have left their, their Spider-Man behind. They're like, I don't really want to be, I'm not in the shape to play a Spider-Man for an entire film. Also, I don't really want to because say emotionally scarred by leaving it uh, too early or just had enough of it. Like I think they're going to be in the film for like a minute and people are going to be really pissed off about that. Could be wrong about all of those points, but Hey,
0: I think what I should do, Toby Maguire should be the super out-of-shape Spider-Man, like Into the spider Verse. Yeah, true. Sure. Yeah. And Andrew Garfield should be... spider man uh, Yeah, it should be spider man <laughs> It should be his character from that Tank movie he was in. Tank movie? Was what,
1: he in the a Tank uh, movie? H- Hacksaw Ridge?
0: Hackshaw Ridge, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Army movie. Yeah, it should just be All that right. character. All
1: right.
0: So Spider-Man with extreme PTSD.
1: You sure? I'd go for that. (laughs) Uh,
0: But here's a quick question, because we've had Spider-Man Homecoming, Mm. Spider-Man Far From Home. Sure. How are they going to get the word home into the title?
1: Oh, that's a good question. They'll be like Spider-Man No Place Like Home, (laughs) Spider-Man Homeverse, or... (laughs)
0: Spider-Man homies Spider- where your mask
1: is. Spider-Homies,
0: yeah. <laughs> Spider-Homies.
1: <laughs> I hope it's Spider-Homies. That
0: would be really funny. <laughs> oh. But Doctor Strange is always fun. So he's going to add something to the movie. He'll probably be... He's just going to cameo like Iron Man did, though. He'll be in it for like 15 minutes.
1: Maybe, yeah. Maybe he'll play a role like in did 4 Ragnarok when he's in it for like a scene or two. And... He'll be like, oh yeah, this is how you connected. Bye. Go have a spider homie adventure.
0: It was pretty funny when he tricked uh, Loki, though. Loki was yeah. like, I am the god, and he just made him fall onto the street.
1: That was pretty good. That was full Ragnarok at his best.
0: Mm. Like, being in a Marvel movie is, is so such easy money. Like, all he's got to do is just pay every now and then and cameo in things. No, because he made one movie and the rest of it. I reckon there's about an hour of screen time of Doctor Strange in his combined appearances since Doctor Strange.
1: Probably, yeah. He was in Infinity War, he was in Endgame. He was in Endgame for like a tiny bit.
0: Like I, swear,
1: yeah. I swear he just like brought out a bunch of magicians and that was his whole thing, right? I
0: don't so, actually remember. Yeah. Or oh, did he just walk through the portals like everyone yeah, he else?
1: Yeah, walked through the portal and he like fought some of the, the uh, Thanos drones whatever you call them and i'm pretty sure that's all he, he was in the film for oh,
0: maybe God.
1: he's a, a Tony stark's true but i'm not sure
0: yeah no, it would have been rude if he wasn't there
1: hmm.
0: he better have been there otherwise i thought like that's gonna be a big deal that's what I hope, hope it's I hope he's about <laughs> just... like,
1: why are you there i know you had only had like men for an hour but fucking why weren't you there <laughs>
0: and he's just like that was today like no it was it was six months ago
1: (laughs) two years ago actually because the fucking corona kept pushing his movie back
0: why hasn't there been a scene where dr strange is going through the parallel universes and he meets benedict cumberbatch's sherlock
1: because i feel like there'll be a lot of like legal jargon like there'd be BBC would have to get, like, a fat wage from it, and Marvel was like, nah, you're, you're okay. You're British. We don't want that. And... Nah,
0: we're Disney. We don't have money. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I don't think, like, that many people know Sherlock as a show. Like, it's, it's probably not going to be worth it for the money it's caused to be like, oh, yeah, every British person in the going to be like, oh, shit, that's the greatest part ever. Nah,
0: it was huge. It was huge in America as well.
1: I'm not sure what. It it I've talked to. A well, few wait,
0: if it wasn't, they're fucking idiots because they they got they got a great cast for that. Benedict yeah. Cumberbatch ain't cheap, and neither's Martin Freeman.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, thing, uh, so why don't we get a scene where it's Martin Freeman from the MCU, sure. Doctor Strange, then it's Bilbo and Smaug, then it's <laughs> Sherlock and Watson.
1: We <laughs> <That'd be> great. <laughs> It's a new event.
0: <laughs> Doctor Strange riding Smaug yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: in the next movie.
1: And <laughs> Bill by like riding Sherlock.
0: You know what? I'd love to find out that those two hate each other in real life, but they just work together because they Maybe. know it's good.
1: Maybe. Apparently, I've heard from like I, I don't know, I don't know if it's true or not, but I've heard from like a few just podcasts that Benedict Cumberbatch is a bit of a twat. I, I, I have no, I'm not going to say if it's true or false, but like, I've heard from a few podcasts that Ben has that a bit of a pretentious swat. He grew up maybe a bit, a little bit entitled, you know, but this could all be wrong.
0: He is super fucking posh, but he was the, he did do Judge Rinder's wedding, so that's pretty cool. What's,
1: who's Judge Rinder?
0: Judge Rinder is like the British version of Judge Judy. He's this like real life judge who somehow got a TV show where he just like solves funny legal stuff for entertainment. But he's also gay, but he's friends with Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch, like, was the minister at his wedding.
1: That's kind of cool, I guess, but yeah, true. Yeah, okay, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Benedict is a great guy.
0: He probably is a bit pretentious, but that's because he's an actor. And yeah. he's posh. Like You could be poor and be an actor and it makes you a little bit pretentious, but posh. if you're posh and an actor... Yeah,
1: yeah. you're going
0: to be entitled like... as fuck. Oh, yeah, definitely. He has a chair made out of endangered animals.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. He's <laughs> hunted 17 foxes.
0: Yeah, but super rare foxes. Not like the <laughs> like shit ones. To... Yeah. yeah. Not like the shit Weed. ones you poor people have. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> It's fine, we're podcasters, they know we're super fucking rich.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a million episode, that's what I guarantee, that's what I demand.
0: theres <laughs> is, we're like the cast of friends towards the end. We only negotiate <laughs> together. <laughs> oh, What else has happened in the news, Ben?
1: What else happened? We've got Borat 2 has just released, and neither of us have seen it, but you know. Well, I am <laughs> going to see it, and I, what we should do, we should do a watch along with Borat 2. And I'll be laughing hysterically. You'll be like, just putting your chin up. No, no, that's not funny. That's not funny. And I'll be kissing myself. And you'll be like, oh, that's so sexist.
0: Don't promise things that we're not going to deliver. It's funny because I have access to watch Borat 2 thanks to Amazon Prime. You don't even have access to it and you want to watch it. The
1: the annoying thing is I generally subscribed to Amazon Prime two days ago to watch it. And it says it's not available in my region. <laughs> Why would you right. do that? You know Amazon isn't there. <laughs> but like, like, like Some things are. That's the only thing. Some shows and stuff are. There's like several shows that are. But just Borat 2 is not available. It's like, all right, well, I don't want to break the law when I can avoid it. But you're kind of making me. I need my Borat. I need my Shashin Bro and in, in my veins.
0: We're not going to do a watch on Borat 2. Oh, fuck you then. I, I still want to do a watch long of Money Plane.
1: That's true. That's true. We do, We, we promised many watch longs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we, yeah.
1: we did one for Money Plane. We did one for some other shit. We oh for Face Off. We did. did
0: we, and all we've we watched done, is that fucking know. Eurovision movie?
1: Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> that was a good podcast though. It's podcast. I like that.
0: There was. that was. Um, but we do need to do a Halloween episode. Absolutely. Uh, uh, which isn't going to be on Halloween in typical Naked Men fashion. It might be next week. It'll probably be like three weeks time. <laughs> whenever we get back, whenever our court mandated date with our listeners is. Yeah. Uh, so we'll do we'll do something, but we're not going to watch Borat too.
1: I'm up for watching any horror movie. We could watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space.
0: Is that a real movie? Or did you just That's make that up?
1: Movie. That's a real movie.
0: All right, let's do
1: it. Space. It looks fantastic. Right. And a little bit
0: Kill, terrible. Killer clowns from outer space, that's what we're going to watch. All right. Sorted. And then we're going to watch Money Plane.
1: Okay. <laughs> do like a Twitch stream for like seven hours.
0: No. Oh. We would. up. right, I'm trying to give you the content. Look who's stopping
1: you. Look who's fucking... I, stopping I don't you.
0: think we can stream movies on Twitch. Ah,
1: be fine. Fine. yeah serious. probably a little bit it's, of serious,
0: good for the soul yeah it's either that or we watch uh what's that dinosaur priest one?
1: Oh yeah yeah i think it's called dino
0: priest oh this makes me think of priest with uh paul bettany
1: oh that sounds shit.
0: you would have made a great priest
1: yeah
0: it's the uh, best moment you've now seen the movie everyone it's just that line Sure. It's the best movie. <laughs> I know. Uh,
1: I, a, I don't remember it
0: at all. Oh, it's just priests fighting vampires. If you want your priest to be a little more rock and roll, sure. Why not?
1: He doesn't love a rock and
0: roll priest. Oh, I was going to make a joke about children, then, but I'm not going to. <laughs> um. So Borat, two, you're gonna watch it illegally. I could watch it legally, and I'm not going to. Is that what we're saying?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to try and require some drugs for it. And if I, I probably fail. I'll
0: be really. uh, but, you know. Maybe you should save it. Both A the form. bora and the drugs.
1: Sure.
0: Wait, wait until whenever it's safe for you to travel back. <laughs> yeah. 2024. Sure. Yeah. 2024 when we're reunited. <laughs> um, reunited at my funeral you'll <laughs> <laughs> just sprinkle they'll be like what did ben just pour on his casket it's just a load of powder
1: <laughs> one thing you know dr strange ain't gonna be there
0: no yeah. that son of a bitch he wouldn't come to my funeral to should... be fair i also wouldn't go to his
1: i would oh would if you could yeah just be like yeah yeah maybe we should send letters to him just to uh ben to come back to attend your funeral
0: <laughs> just send it's him like, a letter just yeah. be like I'm not Once dead Loki, yet but you better be there like
1: five years you get to the time when he's like he turns up you and you're not dead he's like so pissed off like, <laughs> fucking I'm gonna send you I did, the, I did the same thing I did to Loki to you and that's how he died
0: this sounds like you remember when we did that whole episode about the pranks when I said walking up to people and handing them items and saying you left this in my car and I'm walking off <laughs> yeah do that <laughs> I don't know if it's super horrible to do it with funeral invites.
1: <laughs> You're dead. Let's see your turns up. I know that's horrible. I'm not against doing it. <laughs>
0: but this is exactly like that scene in Brooklyn Nine-Nine where Gina makes her secretary ring people to tell them she's dead to see how they <laughs> react. <laughs> oh, that'd be so... Oh. No, that's so tasteless, but hilarious if you do that let us know at rogue underscore opinion yeah
1: let's film it let's make like a little documentary about it
0: uh that's that was borat two covered uh, Is there
1: anything else
0: wow. else? dexter's because back
1: dexter's back and you're the most surprised you most happy man in the world
0: yeah it's been a good week it's been a good week for me dexter's back uh the miz won a briefcase in wrestling sure good old mizzy yeah, go on, go on Mike. Uh, what else happened this week? Assassin's Creed comes out soon. Uh, I don't know what else happened this week. I didn't go to work.
1: That's nice. That's always a win.
0: Yeah, that is a win. Bad stuff. Had to do an episode of this podcast.
1: Mm.
0: And, yeah, that's, that's about it. But, yeah, Dexter's back. I like Dexter. It was my favourite ever show. Yeah.
1: I, I, lo- I, I do. I love seasons of Dexter. Like, the majority of Dexter's great. I think, like, five seasons of the eight are, like, great. But three are just. Uh, no, two are pretty terrible. Um, yeah. Uh, hopefully, I, I just hope they change the ending. Hopefully, do something to make it interesting. Because mm-hmm. it just lost its way after a little bit. Which most shows do, to be fair. Like, I'm kind of a high critic for shows. Most shows. Think. General, and yeah,
0: yeah, most shows do like, lose their their way off like three seasons. So it happens. Yeah, it it does. It happens to all major shows, and everyone bitches about the way every show ends. Like <laughs> everyone moaned that the lost ending was too confusing, which yeah. it was. Uh Everyone moaned about the way Game of Thrones ended because it's not how their fan fiction was written. Sure, uh, everyone. Hates everyone it
1: rano's of those it's too ambiguous. Everyone, yeah. I can't. Li- I literally can't think of a show where everyone like Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad is literally like the only breaker of the rule. but Breaking yeah, Bad it's is
0: an exception. it is the exception, I it think. Is- but it's just people just moan about everything. Like was the ending to Dexter? Like the final season was rough and yeah. a bit weird. They didn't actually want to do it, but they got made to. Uh, there's some dumb writer whose name I can't remember now something Buck I think oh yeah oh, Dan, I don't know I don't remember his name and he was a jackass uh, but I think it still had some stuff there and there's some great if they're going to continue the show there's some, certainly a lot of meat on the bone because now Dexter's son is going to be super old which is going to make us all feel super old yeah
1: definitely
0: uh, if he's still it's alive really he's in,
1: he's is in it?
0: Argentina with Hannah oh
1: yeah Hannah, what, yeah. Hannah yeah. McKay Okay, that's the one. Yeah, how old is that, how old is Harrison going to be?
0: Well, he was born in season four, which would have been two thousand and nine. So, like eleven. Yeah,
1: that's gonna eleven,
0: be. twelve.
1: All right, that's not. I thought he's going to be like teenager, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, but yeah, that's not. It's still going to make him so weird, but not as old as I thought
0: yeah i mean uh everyone was campaigning on twitter for dokes to come back which i'm not sure since he died in season me. two not in real life the <laughs> character <laughs> i actually dm'd yeah. him to ask if he'd come on the podcast ages ago <laughs> <laughs> he never replied <laughs>
1: Fucking legend, <laughs> eric, That's king. Why I
0: do this. eric king yeah, eric I
1: did, king yeah. go, go back on dexter and then once you film one of the episodes, come on this podcast.
0: I'm and... going to find my DM because I actually looked up his stuff to see if he'd come on. I'm going to send you the print screen of it. Mm. Oh, my Amazon order has been shipped. What did you order? <laughs> I ordered a uh, food thermometer. Because sure. my girlfriend wants to make uh, fudge. And for that, you need to get the exact temperature of the sugar right. So we needed a food thermometer.
1: You're so domesticated.
0: I just do what I'm told. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you can read my DM word for word if you want. I've just sent it to the it to your Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> we go. He didn't rep- I presume he's not going to reply now because it's yeah. ages ago. <laughs> oh shit,
1: he's only got a thousand six hundred followers. Yeah,
0: that's why I thought he would reply. Because he's not actually that popular.
1: Hey man, I'm sure you get your time <laughs> but I do some cool stuff for a podcast group called Rogue Opinion. I'm wondering if I get you on to have a chat sometime. I'm, I myself am a huge fan of Dex I myself am a huge Dexter fan and love Dokes, but also getting to work with things with other things you've been up to. No worries if you but I thought I asked. By the way, dude, commas? Ever heard of him? No. Oh, fucking hell. you, you, you can tell. You can That's tell. why he didn't reply. That wasn't a comma, it's yeah. one thing. That's why he didn't reply.
0: Yeah. God damn it.
1: I mean, I love the balls.
0: There well, is a comma. There's a comma right at the end and right at the beginning.
1: <laughs> Great. <laughs> There's two uh, commas. Well done. All right.
0: Thanks, man. Should have got you to write it. You're the writer. Uh,
1: but,
0: yeah,
1: uh, I love the balls. Maybe next time I'll send one to the guy who played...
0: Kevin in the US office or some be- shit. <laughs> do, do it, do it, do it. Um, but anyway, back back deck. So, there's some cool stuff like Angel is still around, he'll be a retired cop now if he's in the series. Sure, I just hope they don't do what they did with picard because um, I'm good to go on to Star Trek. So, I watched that show because I like Patrick Stewart. I don't like Star Trek because I'm not a nerd, yeah. But I wanted to see what they did. All they, did, all they did was, like, they introduced a whole new load of characters with no backstory at all. They just, like, appeared randomly.
1: Mm.
0: And then they just littered one bit of nostalgia in, like, every episode. So in each episode, there will be a character from Star Trek that would reappear. Sure. And, you'd be like, and But it, would, it became, like, half for the show, you were just like, oh, I wonder who's going to be in this next episode for the one episode. So it's like, I just hope they don't just... Do a new story, but just litter yeah. stupid the nostalgia and
1: like Masuku one and Deb in the other and fucking yeah. what, what was the well, called? Quinn. The Quinn news.
0: Quinn. Well, yeah. Deb's dead, so. Oh
1: yeah, true. The Deb's ghost would be in it. That could be it. Oh, Deb's...
0: if they have force ghosts.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Dexter learns the force. That's the season nine we want.
0: <laughs> That's, That's the season. The... I hope the season nine we want. Um, or the season nine we get. Sorry, the one we, the one we deserve, not the one we need um is Dex hasn't been killing and then he gets put into a situation and his dark passenger reemerges or it's retired Angel Batista super drunk all the time sure. and then he decides he's going to he he decides he's going to solve the Bay Harbor Butcher case because he finds the notes that Liguereta left behind somewhere oh, yeah. and he's like shit and then he then he puts together a ragtag team. Like he yeah. he finds Quinn, who's like, what would Quinn be up to these days? He is he's super like, fat. Yeah, super and he owns fat. a bowling like alley. jerking
1: off to like OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and he's he he just owns like a bowling alley for some reason. Yeah,
1: owns yeah. like a shitty bar and a bowling alley. And yeah, like, they're
0: both going and on. It, and Angel's got like a VW bus. So, there's just a whole scene where he drives to the bowling alley and he gets Quinn. And he drives down the road and he picks up, uh, who has it? Masuka. He's like, we need, yeah. a, we need a lab guy. And Masuka's, Masuka's
1: like, now like a rat. Like ASAP now. He's got like <laughs> face tattoos and like a, a, like a chiseled down teeth, but he's got like 17 wives who are a 10 out of 10. That's
0: yeah, all I'm asking for. Yeah. 100%, 100%. And then there's like one new character who I don't Bob. know who he is. Called Barnes, and it's literally Barney. Barney the dinosaur. Oh, I was gonna say it's Neil
1: Patrick Harris,
0: but <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> it's Neil Patrick Postman. Harris wearing Postman. a Barney the dinosaur t-shirt. <laughs> <It> is, <yeah. laughs> I'm
1: playing his character from like Harold and Kumar movies.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then I don't know who else. Just there's just Hugh Laurie. Sure. <laughs> yeah, he's just there, and they decide they're gonna solve the Bay Harbor Butcher case, even though. They have no evidence, <laughs> no access, <laughs> no access to the police because they're all retired.
1: <laughs> no one cares because like it's been ten years and there's a new Bay Harbor Butchery in Miami every two years. So.
0: Oh, what if it's that? What if it's Dex finds a newspaper and someone's copying his exact M.O. Oh, they found a crime scene and it's his exact yeah. M.O.
1: Yeah, yeah and... but he, he, this murderer is killing like innocent people or something. He's like. Maybe that that could very realistically be the plot of Dexter season 9. I could totally see that. Yeah. You should be hired um, by Showtime to
0: write. Oh, do you know what got... Someone sent this to me the other day for obvious reasons, is that apparently Disney were, at, were looking... They're still looking for writers for the new Blade movie.
1: Really? <laughs>
0: yeah. <No. laughs> and I had an idea where Wesley Snipes is back as Blade. Yeah. New guy Mashafar Ali, whatever his name is, yeah.
1: um,
0: is is also playing Blade, but it's called Son of Blade. Okay. And it's just Blade teaching his son how to be Blade.
1: Sure, <laughs> it sounds good. That's the plot. Yeah, but isn't it similar to the plot of Blade when it was there was like a Showtime show about the daughter? We don't talk Blade. about
0: the Showtime show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the same plot though. <laughs>
0: yeah uh, you know what you win some you lose some, and they lost it's now my plot
1: all right fair enough fair enough
0: Uh, but yeah that's i think that's a good story for for dexter is that just someone's killing in the exact same way that he used to but it's been like 10 years since he killed or whenever dexter ended like eight years ago
1: it does sound bad but also i think that's sort of like a cliche of like the murder mystery sort of uh, genre. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, you, it's a cliché. Like, yeah,
0: you get or, dragged back into the yeah, life before Because yeah. now he's a lumberjack.
1: And he's a lumberjack. That's also a cliché. Many field, people in film <laughs> become lumberjacks. Talking of clichés, working on to the subject of the week. What's the subject of the week,
0: my lover? I'm trying to think of one other character who became a lumberjack, and all I can think of is Logan yeah he made that look but anyway yeah the subject of the week with your excellent segue uh, you. is cliches video games and movies in particular and tv shows are absolutely full of them just yeah. like they're like story hacks of ways to they just are. get the story progressing quickly or really stupid visual aids that the audience don't really need but you put in because everyone puts in to try and make it clear what they're actually doing,
1: mm.
0: and we're just gonna we're just gonna pick a few and we're just gonna rip them apart. Basically, we, we are essentially shitting on these ideas. Oh
1: yeah, obviously that's all we do: is shit
0: on things. Pretty much that's what we do in life. And the first one I'm gonna shit on: video games. Find a more interesting way to say the map is ended. Like, oh yeah. I, when you find the invisible wall and you can see... Let's say your video game is like you're in a desert. Yeah. Like, I'm t- basically, I'm talking about Assassin's Creed Origins.
1: Sure.
0: And you reach the end of the desert, and you can see miles more desert, but you can't walk there because of these stupid invisible wall.
1: What, what did it now, do with Assassin's Creed Origins? Did it say, like, the Animus doesn't work this far? or? Yeah, it's,
0: like, it's, it's basically like... Like, they kind of come up with an idea because their whole point in the past is that a simulation it's basically like you have no access to this area
1: yeah, yeah.
0: which is an idea but wh- why don't other games think of ideas like yeah. that you don't have to copy it but rather than us just being able to see miles more landscape that we can't go to the invisible wall ben the invisible it's the wall
1: Yeah, it has been a problem ever since the beginning of gaming really but the the, the best way i've ever seen deal with it is like mountains so, you just have hmm. high fucking. Like Skyrim, eventually, around Skyrim, there's just huge fucking mountains that are just. Un, you're unable to climb up. Like, yeah. sometimes climbing up mountains, they're, they're a mountain you can be accessible. So, like, you get a little bit of leeway, but sometimes they're just too vertical to climb up. That's an okay way to deal with it, I think. It's not terrible, but it's like, oh, after, after a minute of, like, climbing the mountains, I remember being like, Oh, because the map ends here. This is why I can't do this. Um, yeah, yeah, but it's a hard thing. I think it's a slightly hard thing to do because, like, you have we. Well, you, you sort of have to like break immersion, right? Like it's like oh, they can only design a certain level of a like, video game. Like these these open world games now are fucking huge. Like, imagine Assassin's Creed Valhalla is going to be so big, it's going to contain all of England, right? Like there's uh, Red Dead Redemption was so big it contained like basically all of America. There's, there's it, video games maps nowadays are huge. So I rarely, I don't think I've got to the edge of a video game map for like seven years at least. Like I haven't, I just haven't done it. I generally just haven't done it. <laughs> I've done. You, just, I've you like, just
0: can't do it. You can't bring yeah. yourself to go to the end of a map.
1: I just can't. Yeah, it's really like I, it's so ingrained in my brain. It's like okay, this is just where the map is or whatever. This is where the story is. Yeah, but the the easiest, uh, the best way, I think, have been dealt... I I agree with you totally. Sometimes it's dealt with really shitly. Sometimes in, like, a poorly designed game, it would just be, like... Nowadays, seeing an invisible wall is, like, sort of uh, unforgivable. Yeah, it's just a
0: hack, but it's basically just... It's a cheap way of getting out of having to use imagination.
1: Yeah, but, like, most of the time, like, when it's used well... It's like when there's limits to, obviously, there's always limits to video games of how big the map is. It's something to do with, like, story. It's like, well, your mission isn't focused anywhere else. Your, say, like, Ghost of Tsushima is the game I'm playing for now. Great game, by the way. Uh, Your mission is on Tsushima Island. That's your whole thing of trying to take away the Mongol presence, uh, defeat the invaders, essentially. As like, why would you go anywhere else? Why do you want to go anywhere else? Because you just can't. Like, there's, there's, your mission is here. That's probably the best way to do, uh, talk about this rule. Is like, no, your mission is here. You don't want to go anywhere else. There's no reason to go anywhere else. You're motivated by this place and liberating to say so. So yeah, it's sometimes it's done poorly, but I think it was more a past problem.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think they are getting a little bit better with it. Like as we talk about Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed has the easy thing, which is yeah. its entire story is a simulation, so you can only simulate so far. Yeah. But like uh for for the Batman games, for example, if you flew too far out of the city, Batman would just turn around. Yeah. Like, which it, it that's it's, that's fine, I guess. Like yeah. or if you went to some area they would start shooting at him. And they would like, turn totally. around and things like that. Yeah, yeah. But there definitely just needs to be a little bit more imagination. Mm. That's, all, that's all I'm asking for. No it, more invisible walls.
1: Invisible uh, walls suck. They need to be... I don't mind the Batman thing because that kind of makes sense. And I think it's always a problem. Because obviously video games are like... One of their main um, objectives is to immerse people in the in the in the game they're playing. To make you feel like Batman. Or make you feel like a samurai or an assassin. Or or a race car driver or some shit and it's hard to be like you don't they don't want to break the immersion they don't want to they don't want to break this idea but because they have to make it fit in for the story or rules of the world why you can't go further than this point right So i think it's actually actually probably it's consistently a problem for video games but yeah you're right some do it shit some do it well
0: Yeah, that is a shit way to do it. But what else is a shit way to do something, Ben?
1: There's quite a few. Uh, So one of the things I just want to write about for a little bit is uh, I'm going to give little names to all my cliches. So uh, one is called pay to win, which is the most obvious one. Right. What do you think that is?
0: Uh, It's that when you're playing a video game and you're playing it, nice and normal but then someone has the best things because they invested stupid amounts of money into the game
1: that is exactly right of well, the most it's become a cliche it's become just so common basically because of mobile games and i don't hate mobile games i'm playing one right now not uh, as fun as this, right now, but <laughs> i have one installed on my phone and like, i have actually two installed on my phone and i i've but it's just such a stupid thing it's like hey do you want to take all the challenge and fun from your video game and just complete it in 30 minutes by getting this super awesome power up which costs 74 pounds sure some idiot who will just wants like i don't know i don't know i don't know what they want because if you are going to play video games you're you want it for the the experience of the game the the trial the tribulation the challenge the the enjoyment of beating someone, of figuring out how to beat someone, like. But some some video games have really put it in. Like uh, I remember one of the ones which was bad was uh, Dante's Inferno. Dante's Inferno is basically like a God of War ripoff that is set in hell. Kind of a cool game, but they uh, they were one of the people to be like, oh, you can buy for fifteen quid, you can get like a million XP points or whatever. And this was back in the days of 360, uh, like, it was a while ago. But, like, yeah, so it's like, well, what's the fucking point of the game? You're just going to get overpowered as shit. You're just going to go for it so easily. And you're just going to spend so much money. Like, it's, it's so ridiculous to me. Like, so you, you're going to add, like, £150 on a £50 game. So you're going to spend £200 on this game to remove the enjoyment to be able to get through it in like four hours be like oh yeah that was a a good four hours invested where i spent 200 pounds on it to get through something super fucking easy by just tapping like two buttons that's not yeah. I don't know, that, that's nothing that's just, I, I don't understand that mentality at all so yeah, yeah. why do people, it's, sad. it's if, sad yeah
0: it feeds on people's like neediness to be good at things or like just pure laziness is like it's a time saver thing where people are like oh well i don't i can skip four hours of this game if i just pay another tenner and get the items or get the possibility to get the items and it happens outside of like games like dante's inferno fifa obviously does that with their fifa points or like buying packs of players for the ultimate team thing where you don't actually know what you're going to get in the packs, it's gambling. It's just a chance. But rather yeah. than like playing loads of matches and grinding and earning the points, you can pay like eighty p to get a load of points. But I then did. you do that ten times, and you've done it twenty times, and then suddenly these really? super rich executives are even more yeah. super rich because they fed off of people's. It is laziness. It's people don't yeah. want to grind anymore. They're not like us, Ben, when we would spend hours grinding our Pokemon up to certain levels. Yeah. there was no time saver packs in those hardcore games
1: no. but i i i haven't played pokemon sword and switch but i would not be surprised if it's like xp boost you can upgrade your pokemon Whoa. to 10 levels. i don't know if
0: they would because those are those are proper like they although adults and everyone love pokemon and, it, and i would play it if i had it which i could yeah. easily go get it but i'm not going to uh, <laughs> like i think that's aimed at too young an audience to have that if it does have it that's disgusting because but like that also, game is like three plus, <laughs> like, yeah. Whatever.
1: Also, Fortnite has it. Like Fortnite has, right like, it's not paid to win, but it's paid to look badass. Like, it's you can buy loads of shit ton of skins, which which is yeah. I don't really have a problem with. If you want to spend some money and make your character, if you want to spend ten quid and make a character look badass, like I've bought the battle pass on Fortnite like three different times
0: because like because yeah. I damn I, it. Yeah, don't even know you anymore.
1: Because I used to play it like a shit ton with a couple of friends, And I used to play it like two or three times a week. And I was getting kind of good at it. And I was like, I had this game I've played for like 100 hours. I never paid a penny for. So I kind of want to support it a little bit. Even though it was Fortnite at the time and it was making... It was like the most popular game in the world. But I was like, I don't know. I'll, I'll spend five quid on this battle pass and get 10 different skins from it or whatever. Yeah, like I, I, I've definitely sold it but yeah like pay to win
0: is thing and all that. It's I like think, i think that's slightly different because buying skins buying like exclusive items to yeah. look cooler although it is like it we need to kind of accept that gone are the days of when you buy a game you're getting the full game that doesn't exist anymore and yeah. like it's sad and it's it, when you think about it it's super annoying because games are like 50 quid but you're not mm-hmm. even getting everything And it started with season passes and it snowballed from there yeah um which I mean is fine if in the season pass you're getting a shit ton more content. Like yeah, yeah. I know I keep using Assassin's Creed as an example, but that's like my best known example to me. Is like yeah. like in Odyssey, if you got the other stories, you were getting like you were getting like forty hours more gameplay and story. Sure. That kind of seems worth it, even though yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's not so bad. But I think that's like pay to win. Is just a it's just a different thing because you get some people who barely play the game, but they've got a credit card. I
1: want the validation yeah, the daddy's like a banker. So he's got like he doesn't give a shit
0: about
1: yeah money. Yeah, it's like in like in an hour I can be I wanna I wanna pretend I'm not like a noob at this game. I can just uh validate myself so much and just shit on other people. Yeah it's, it's like a really poisonous thing. And I know this podcast is pretty uh jokey most of the time. But I'm getting kind of serious. Like, it's, it's just, it's just, it, it's kind of disgusting. It's it just, <laughs> it is, it's the worst part of video game today. It's like, there's no, there's no good thing about pay to win. And EA have definitely, they're, they're the company which kind of have delved most into it. And they've been shat on because of it. Rightfully so. And I think they may be taking a step back,
0: hopefully they are a bit because like loot boxes and things like that are getting outlawed in a lot of countries because they are essentially gambling so i know there's like i think it's in canada there's a lawsuit between ea and and the canadian government at the minute because they are trying to ban like those loot boxes those packs that are in all their sports games and things like that because you don't know what you're buying when you get it it's a chancing so obviously if you get a shit one. Some people who walk away and go, Well, that wasn't fucking worth it. Well, some people will be like, Oh, I'll go again, I'll spin again. It's like playing roulette. <laughs> like sure. yeah. Um, yeah.
1: I bet I bet also a better thing in most games is that say if you buy one of these packs for like a pound or whatever, I bet the first time you do it, you get like a really good pack. I bet that happens. Like, oh you get like a five star player or some shit. And then the next time it's like shit. So, but your first time you're like, oh, 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 one out of two is great. So you're gonna do more. So I bet there's like an algorithm be like, the 100%. first pack is the best pack you're ever gonna get. The rest of the time is gonna be shit. Uh,
0: the
1: next 15 times is gonna be shit. So play to win. Pay to fuck win.
0: Play to win.
1: Fuck play to win. Worst cliche in video games.
0: I'm gonna go to movies mostly, although this is obviously in video games as well. I'm gonna go for a proper movie cliche here. And what it is, is you're watching a movie and there's a bomb that's going to explode. Yeah. They find the bomb. And what's on the front of that bomb? Oh, it's a big, shiny timer. <laughs> a big, shiny, light up timer. What's it doing there? <laughs> like, why have the bad guys put a clock on their bomb? <laughs> it's such a, and obviously it's a tool so the audience can look and go, shit, there's 30 seconds left. <laughs> 10 seconds. It's going to fuse it in 0.1 seconds. When you're making a bomb, who goes, well, if someone finds it, they're going to want to know how long's left on it. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Why do they all have it? Why can't you just find a bomb and just radio back and be like, there's a bomb. We don't know when it's going to explode. Instead, you have to have this like LED screen. that has been wired in really nicely. That's proper good work.
1: Really bit. It's like
0: half the bomb at least. Yeah. And all bombs built with, Colored wires. <laughs> <laughs> Not to, you're building like this crude explosive device to take down a building, but you're yeah. using proper electronics guidelines. <laughs> like,
1: yep.
0: like it, it, yeah, like it's silly. It's very silly, and like yeah. in a silly movie, that's fine. But in like a serious movie, you're looking at it, and go, why did they put a timer on it? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like you set a bomb like you set an alarm clock. Yeah, <laughs> Pretty much. But
1: I, I feel like some bombs would actually use that to be like how long before you want to explode because I feel like most bombs are kind of like makeshift so it'll be like oh I'm going to put this bit and this bit and this bit from different things and maybe it's like an alarm clock on it and then you can do it but like, I kind of agree with that but also I think generally the reason why is because they want to put that in that music in that up-tempo music that dun 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 and it gets like faster and faster as the count goes down i generally think that's why this is in this is such a big cliche because everyone who listens to it knows exactly what you're talking about it's such an off- obvious and uh, such a normal cliche like i think it is just so you can have
0: oh can, yeah definitely it's so oh, you can time ten, things ten, yeah. Ten. yeah and it's so like, that the audience are looking and they're like oh five seconds left oh but like i don't think it's it's silly
1: a hidden bomb
0: like the bomb sometimes like isn't it's hidden you weren't planning on anyone finding it so why is there a screen with a timer on it (laughs) and like well they're always radioing back and they're like which color wire do i cut you're trusting that they put the coloured wires in the right place? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this
1: is a completely fucking different bomb. They're like, how do you know?
0: He's
1: yeah, how do you know? I made it out of his basement or smoking meth. He probably put the wires in pro- probably the wrong fucking place.
0: Yeah, he built this, this this bomb out of a mobile phone, some clay he yeah. found on the ground. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> but he's wired it as a, a, by approved guidelines all the time. Yeah. Silly. It
1: yeah, is the most tropey trope of all tropes. Like, it's just the, like, yeah, it's, it's just really like, how can we easily build tension? How can we build conflict in this thing? And I, I'm sure it was great the first time. I'd, I'd be really curious about what was the first film that did that? Because it's such a thing. Like, so it might be like number one of all the cliches that's ever been in film of this bomb thing. I'd be really curious about what was the first film that did it? I'm sure that guy is like a genius. That guy's like, "Oh, this is a great way to write. This is it's built-in tension." But like every, there's been thousands of movies which have used it. Like at yeah. least, yeah.
0: it's like um, yeah, it's one of those filmmaking tropes that everyone knows and kind of loves. But they also, know, I think, it needs to go away. <laughs> yeah. Let's find some different ways to to show the audience. Let's stop the cut the red wire thing, which is in every fucking movie that has a bomb in it. (laughs) Or let's have it be like cut the red wire and then the bomb actually goes off and you're like, shit, they didn't wire it. They didn't wire it using approved bomb making guidelines.
1: (laughs) I think I've seen one or two people do that. That's better. Because like maybe because they're playing with the genre, the the trope so much, like everyone knows they're going to do this. okay. But like once in a while, I have seen people we like clip it and it just goes off and it's like a character we thought was going to survive to the end. Like mm-hmm. that is a cool way to do it. But yeah, it's, yeah, it it's needs cool. some way or it just needs to be played with or made fun of.
0: Yeah. Let's have someone find a bomb that doesn't have a timer on it and just see their mind fucking melt when they're like, shit.
1: <laughs> <How much laughs> he just runs away. Like oh. a really heroic cop and he's like, I'm getting the fuck out of it. This bomb is in the orphanage, but I'm getting the fuck
0: out of it. <laughs> <laughs> fuck them kids.
1: <laughs> them kids. Do you know what else? Fuck, we should fuck this next trope. It's called, I'm calling it The Terrified Stand. Can you guess what it is?
0: The terrifying?
1: The, the Terrified Stand.
0: Oh, I don't, I don't know that one. Is it when you're standing, you look terrified?
1: Uh, so, a character mostly in horror films will understand that they're being attacked and do nothing to avoid it they won't move retaliate try and dodge they'll just stand there and scream and even if like the attack is like 20 feet away they'll just stand there screaming for 15 seconds straight as the character gets closer and just finally plunges the axe into the head it is my most annoying thing it happens i if it happens in like a horror film i would literally turn it off and be like that is so fucking cliche bullshit fucking writing. I hate it so much. <laughs> it annoys me so much. It's like I, I always feel like I always want logic in films a little bit. Unless it's like even even in fantasy and shit like that, I'd be like, well, in Game of Thrones i always be like, well, that character could have done something about it. That ca- that white walker was walking was running at him for a minute and he knew he could have like swung his sword or whatever. Like yeah. I'll always like, I want logic in my entertainment I want to be like, Well, oh, I, I know that character could do it. That's just really obviously trying to build that like, fear or tension by the character screaming. Like, it happens most in, like, say, slasher films or something. Or, like, it's just so annoying. There'll it, be, like, some teenage girl looking at a killer and she'll scream for 30 seconds. She won't do anything mm. but scream. It's like, No. In reality, you'd run away, you'd, you'd, you'd throw something at the attacking, you'd, you'd try and grab the axe or something. Like, it's so weak, it's so just lazy writing that I it, I hate it.
0: I understand it when it's something that you can't wrap your head around. And the film that instantly oh, comes yeah. to mind is Lights Out. Have you seen Lights Out?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that. it's
0: like the first scene and the ghost, the ghost can only exist in the shadows, the ghost cannot be seen or exist in the light so this character is like flicking the light on and off and when the light's off they can see this weird demon thing in front of them and when they turn the light on nothing's there and so they stand there and they don't do anything and because they're like i cannot understand this is it a trick of the light and then boom they're dead that i understand but i do completely agree when it's it's like a person with a knife and it's walking up to them and is and usually is a young girl it uh, is, and if it's a proper slasher film, she's got her tits out. Like we're oh, making yeah. a proper slasher movie here.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, and she just I'm screams her head funny. off and just watches herself get stabbed, and you're just like, just move,
1: <laughs> run, just dodge away, just yeah, run away, just do something, Just do anything. <laughs>
0: like, yeah. um, it is stupid. Like when people die in really stupid ways, that yeah. really. They're that does bug me. When
1: they're just screaming for at minutes rather than doing anything about it. Like in reality, I think I think you'd scream for like three or four seconds. I, I understand, but like if if they're real close and you just scream like they're a meter away from you, that's fair enough. Yeah. If they're running like I've seen it so badly in different things, but like you're literally fifty meters away. You're down a driveway at me. And I'm just going to scream at you, and it's it's like 15 seconds before this character reaches me. No, it's like, well, that person fucking deserves to die. They're so moronic, yeah. they probably, they probably stand in front of a moving bus. This
0: is like, natural selection.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it is, yeah. Good on Jason, fucking natural
0: selection. <laughs> oh. uh, next for you, I've got another movie trope, and another. it is also a video game trope. It's most prevalent in movies. Did you like my use of the word prevalent?
1: I did. It made your IQ grow by 10 points.
0: Sick. Uh, And it is, we all need to accept, and everyone knows, that if a car fell off a cliff, it wouldn't explode. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You're not driving around on top of bombs. (laughs) (laughs) Yet, you see movies where a car will hit a tree and just. Fucking take down a whole block of houses with it, or a car fall off a cliff and start exploding before it hits the ground.
1: (laughs) Cars cars exploding in movies and games generally is like such a cliche. Like every game we've ever played, if you shoot a car enough, it's gonna explode. Where the light yeah, like
0: Grand Theft Auto, exactly. Yeah,
1: is is so low.
0: Yeah, they that doesn't happen. Like that's not how <laughs> that's not how cars are made and I think it's so overdone and so over the top that like a car will get sh- shot a couple of times with like a pistol and it'll just fucking yeah. nuke this entire shed or something like that.
1: Go up in of flame. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: And I think it's so overdone at this point. In like a really cheesy Rambo style action movie or the Expendables is probably a better example. I get the use of it. Like it, it, it looks cool, but yeah. it's everywhere. And cars are like, it's literally like if you walked up to a car and tapped it, it would fucking take you <laughs> down. <laughs> Movie cars are the most dangerous things in the world.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I, there's some video game where well I played where it's like where you hit a car with a crowbar once and it explodes. Like I'm sure that happens.
0: Sounds like Postal. Was it Postal?
1: Maybe it was
0: several I think. yeah yeah and, and like grand theft grand theft auto is designed to be super over the top apart from number four yeah well, not cool. four uh which was the russian one that was four wasn't yeah. it yeah i was right okay. um, cool. yeah and uh so i i do get it when it's like that animated type of violence but when it's like not a film that's actually made to be that unrealistic it does mm-hmm. it's not needed like stop it stop blowing up cars you're making us feel really unsafe i want cars to refuse to explode from now on yeah. I want, like people who literally put bombs with huge analog timers on but then the <laughs> bomb goes off but the car doesn't explode yeah, it's exactly. just perfectly fine
1: like a tester be like i'm good for the environment i'm not gonna do this
0: yeah i'm just made of batteries like it'd be more yeah. dangerous to eat me you know boss
1: actually voices it He's like yeah I don't want to hurt on this planet. In the next 30 years, we're going to get off it. So I want to keep it good. How are you going? Yeah,
0: exactly. So, But no no more cars going boom.
1: No more cars going boom.
0: Unless there's a bomb in them. Then they can go boom. But if you're there's, just shooting there's,
1: them... There's, like If there's some C4 in it, sure. If a guy from Matrix makes a perfect shot into the gas line of the petrol... Uh, that would car. probably
0: explode if it's a, yeah, if it's a petrol explode. car that would explode yeah. if it's yeah. a diesel i don't think it works diesel doesn't like burn in the same way but yeah, yeah if it's like a petrol car and you and you shoot it in the fuel tank i'm going to expect fire i'm still not yeah. going to expect it to take down seven square blocks i <laughs> am <laughs> just watching like skyscrapers falling down because a mini hit a lamppost like <laughs> <laughs> stop it well... hollywood
1: no one else should stop it shooting games shooting games should stop it
0: just stop. this
1: one is called ignore the ai can you guess what it is uh
0: is it when the ai is so poorly written that you can basically just walk through it
1: no it's 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 almost the difference it's almost the opposite Sorry, in shooters when you have like a level and you have people in your team like cod is really bad for this I noticed it perhaps most when I was playing through uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare on veteran mode, yeah? Um, so you have, like, a bunch of people in your team. Say you have, like, five people in your, in your army, right? And you've got, you've got a level to go through. You've got, like, you know, environments. You've got people to shoot and shit like that. And it's really fucking obvious sometimes, but the enemies, the AI, the, 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 the AI you have to kill, will never shoot at your teammates. They'll just... You'll be behind some cover and pop out. And all say you've got 10 enemies, they'll all be laser-pointed on you. It's so obvious. It's really obvious in Far Cry as well. That's one of the gripes I've had. It's like, I've got a whole team of 20 people, but every single fucking enemy is going for me. It's like, this is ridiculous. It's like, it's, it breaks the immersion. It's like, there's no... It, I might as well not have a fucking team because they're they're missing shots they're 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 shooting at the fucking air or they're just not killing like basically this this my this uh, cliche is like sort of a bad AI like so they, the the enemies won't won't shoot anyone but me yeah the AI teammates are just missing every single fucking shot like it was bad in Halo as well like it's so obvious when it's like oh yeah, the enemies, ignore the AI, just go for the player, just show, let's just fire 17 million shots down his throat the next minute. And just as the AI is like standing up behind cover, they're just not being shot at all. It's just bad AI.
0: It is. I almost feel like when you turn a difficulty up on games like that, your team get weaker.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Like, although it says, like, oh, you're still at a start, all your team will be... Beefed up, but you'll have less ammo and things like that. It's actually like sure. uh, you're now playing with idiots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're playing with, uh, seven-year-olds. Yeah, that does happen, and also like uh, Mass Effect is really bad for it as well, of just yeah. making your team just really dumb. Like they're all using their powers at the wrong moment or missing okay. with them. Their shoot, they're all no matter what, they're both shooting at the same enemy, even though there's like five hundred to choose from. Mm-hmm and yeah and then you yeah. just have to revive them like a hundred times
1: yeah it happens it, it, like, it, it's hard to buy, write this like sweet level of ai like it really is like there's yeah it's, it's 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 so hard to like you want it to be difficult but you want it to be realistic difficulty like you want you want to see because i i always actually check this when there's when there's AI partners in my game that I'm playing, like one player, they, I always check to be like, how effective are they being? Are they actually doing damage to the enemies? Are they are they are they being like a bit of cannon fodder? Mm. And every time I check, most
0: of the time it's no, they're not doing yeah. anything.
1: <laughs> most of the time they're like pretending to be. Most of the time they're just like jumping around, and like maybe one out of seven enemy enemies are going on them, and the other six are going on you. But also, I this is this is a, a cliche, which I understand. It's hard to solve because it's. I think it's very hard to get that sweet spot of like what's interesting to the player, what's immersive, and you have got to balance it so it's not too far from normal to like veteran mode. Like it can't be like a crazy, uh, much more difficult situation than it was. Or normal mode than it was to veteran mode. Like it can't be. They've got to have the same level of enemies. Otherwise, it's not going to fit the story that we sell out and shit like that. And um, so yeah, it is a hard cliche to break. But I feel like may, way too many games do it. Really, obviously, like Far Cry and COD are the things that spring to mind. They mm-hmm. just like every fucking enemy will just shoot at you, and no, uh, your ten and your ten allies are not going to matter at all.
0: God damn it, game makers. Get better. Get better. Get better, but we move on. F- final ones now, and my last one is a really, really nitpicky. Okay. Which is very unlike me. Uh sure. But it's it's a trope that I just find irritating unless it's actually part of the story for any reason. But mm-hmm. if a character is meant to be like happy in life and kind of well off in a movie or a video game, they might even have like a, a middling job. And I'm not having to go at a job and just think a job that pays like okay money. But if yeah. they're supposed to be like happy in that, they'll have the nicest apartment in the world. No matter what job they do, they might just be a waiter or something like that. And they'll have this sweet ass modern apartment. And then if it's the other side, they'll live in a really crap apartment. And they'll always have a giant neon sign on the side of the building that flashes oh, into yes. their apartment.
1: They will, or like a say like a shitty hotel.
0: Yeah, so have there'll it. always be a neon fucking sign. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, like I've seen maybe five, uh, maybe ten neon signs in my life. Entire Where is the...
0: life, yeah. <laughs> yeah how, how, like, why, why do we need a, why does a neon sign? demonstrate i'm struggling to afford this place
1: (laughs) (laughs) there's meth being taken in this in this hotel yeah
0: yeah it's
1: it's such a trope that i think like if say say if you had a hotel in the real world or a hostel and it was in neon sign people would generally think bad of it even if it was like nicest place in the world i think it's such a regular trope that people be like i'm not sure about that place
0: yeah, just because it like when did filmmakers decide that the the one that the hotel that's full of prostitutes and drug dealers also needs a giant light up sign on it that basically yeah. screams raid me, please <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't
1: know. Is it a real thing? Is it like something to do with sex Because I think like maybe sometimes sex shops have like neon signs, maybe or
0: I don't think I, I don't anyone know. has neon signs anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah, no one no. does. It's maybe it's an American thing, so we just never noticed it in the UK because sure. we don't have neon signs because we're not idiots. But like, yeah. <laughs> why are they a thing in movies and video games? that a poor place or a poor hotel or a poor apartment yeah. block is the weirder one.
1: Like, like only... why did
0: Daredevil's apartment? have a giant neon sign by it there
1: it was a simple way to say it shady it's like a formulaic and really easy way to be
0: like this place is shit i think it was that thing where it's like okay everyone knows he's blind but we need to really hammer it home how fucking blind he is <laughs> have a light in his face at all times <laughs> it's like we know he's blind he told us i believed him
1: <laughs> that was oh. weird only neon sign i can see out my window right now is uh, a, a cross like generally I, well, it's, like a religious not, cross a religious cross generally <laughs> generally I can, for some reason i just looked at my like out my balcony i was like oh yeah the only neon sign is a religious cross so maybe in asia it means like a place it means something completely different
0: the only neon sign I can think of that I know exists nearby is a tiny one on the front door of the Premier that says open. But I don't Premier. even think it's a neon sign. I just think it's a light up sign on the door. That's, that's like an electric Premier. one. Premier shop. That's the thing. I It's like a 7-Eleven store, isn't it? All
1: right. Uh, uh, You've I never heard never- of a Premier. I I feel like I have, but there was I've was one in so, Great Baddow. Probably. Yeah,
0: there yeah was. I've
1: been so Asianized, I mean so Taiwanese. I mean when you bought those
0: remember when you bought those sparklers? from that <laughs> corner started, shop yeah. across from the vineyards. That was a premiere. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, I kinda <laughs> <can't> do
0: remember that. <laughs> it's the um, the purple and yellow shops.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, I know what you
0: mean. I think we just all call them 7-Elevens, even though we don't have 7-Eleven in the UK. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that's what everyone yeah. calls them. Um, but, yeah, like, fuck neon signs, man.
1: Fuck neon signs. No more need for neon. You're going to yeah. hate when we live in cyberpunk world. Everything's going to be in neon.
0: Yeah, I'm going to be so mad the whole time. I'm going to be screaming, why is everything in neon?
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> not a tech shop. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Or a religious Taiwanese symbol. (laughs) (laughs)
1: God damn, I wish you were in Taiwan.
0: What's your last one to take us home?
1: My last one is gonna be a quick one. People know this one. It's maybe as cliche as the bomb thing. So I'm I'm calling it screaming to life.
0: Oh god, yeah. This was on my list, but we just didn't, didn't get to it.
1: A uh, character's died of, say, drowning or suffocation or some shit, and his crew of other misguided heroes are doing CPR. But it's only until the love interest, or let's say the child of the character that's died, says some soppy speech, says some lots of exposition about the meaning of the film, of how much they've grown, of the experience they've had. And they'll be like, talk about how much they love the character while not doing CPR while not doing anything and then the character Max, will actually be like
0: I okay.
1: I heard all that shit I love you too like it's pathetic it's generally pathetic I think it's a trope as much as the bombing thing I think nowadays if it's in a movie they're only gonna take fun, make fun of it or they're gonna just play with it by like say the character actually dies or something but if I see it in a modern movie it's find them ridiculous
0: it's, it's awful it's the worst the other one is when someone gets like a devastating injury and then for some reason a character you've not met yet drags their body away and they just wake up in this random person's house like a day later
1: oh yeah that happens a shit ton of like videos that
0: happens all the time yeah, yeah. but yeah I, I had that one written down as well when all hope is lost and then like the love interest will be like don't leave me and then they'll be like oh <gasps> Yeah, no. <laughs> and they're also they're fine they can speak and everything yeah, it's yeah. Like, you were just like, dead
1: the gut and they're like they can like now walk off <laughs> like, alright what did
0: you take yeah like six hours later they're getting dressed again ready to go to like fucking war or something <laughs> like, I'm fine we...
1: just have have Harley behind me so she can give me a speech yeah,
0: <laughs> if I get <laughs> shot just tell me you yeah. love me, Bring me tell back me you love me will be fine <laughs> God damn it. Keep
1: man, they happen.
0: They some do are, happen. Some
1: are, some are great. Some are terrible.
0: Some are fine. I think it's just a lot of them have happened so often that, hey, yeah. for that last one especially, you basically don't believe any main character's dead until right. there's a funeral. Because the I whole think, time you're like, well, they're going to wake up.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I think basically the, the bomb thing and the, the uh, scare, screaming to life, they're both like such ridiculous cliches that were so overdone in like the 80s and 90s That everyone's like they know exactly what's gonna happen whenever yeah yeah
0: they also they just want that scene where the countdown on the bomb hits one and then you cut the red wire sure yeah so overdone uh but we're gonna get to another one of the cliches which is the ending of this podcast going to end it in the most cliche way possible which is we're going to both wash our hands for 20 seconds yeah uh we're going to make sure we wear masks when we leave the house not that you need to uh we're going to kiss each other goodnight.
1: Uh, we do that every night
0: yeah we do you guys are going to head over to at rogue underscore opinion to like send us abuse of course just mindless abuse the sort of abuse that gets your twitter suspended for 24 hours that's what i want has it no i just believed that but ben where where can people find you and what have you got going on
1: uh you can find me at ben underscore e b e r t on the twitters and you can find me at tawny 100 on instagram also i will be uh uh, on YouTube, on different platforms, yeah, on YouTube specifically, specifically, you can if you can uh, if you type up East meets West, I'll be starring in a new YouTube series which we'll, we're hoping to take off the ground soon, and um, is a good product. Like I'm generally quite proud of the thing we made, uh, so yeah, check it out. It's um, it's a funny video of some Western arseholes trying Eastern foods. Like it's gonna be it's gonna be maybe a, a cool thing so yeah east meets west on youtube check it out
0: make sure you go do that you can find me at nathan greenaway uh you can find me across the rogue opinions uh shows we're not across them i'm not on all of them in fact i'm really only on this one that's really (laughs) all i do these days uh but you can also find me over at project dits d-i-t-s where i present their their football coverage on plus added time with dara uh who is irish and that's sure. all I've got to say about it. But if you like football, <laughs> head over there. There's those other podcasts as well uh, over there as well. But otherwise, we'll be back. We're going to aim to be back next week. Sure. That doesn't seem to happen very often. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, because we always argue with your mum, and she doesn't let us have you over the weekends and then we have to go to a judge and get a ruling, and it's a whole thing.
1: We're a weekly business
0: right. by the judge. We just don't want you this Christmas
1: alimony we don't we want to spend our money (laughs) on some nice crystal meth and some seven dollar hookers
0: damn right but we'll speak to you again soon guys bye now